0: Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Jessica Dugas, who is an inspirational entertainer spreading joy wherever she goes. You can find her in many roles, including intuitive mentor, energy practitioner, international best-selling author, host of the breakthrough show, and creator of Project Joy Podcast. She's passionate about helping humanity empower themselves to live their lives with less stress and more joy. We have so much to talk about here, Jessica. Let's just jump right into this. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Summer. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure. So let's just, as I said, let's jump right into this. Let's give the folks, the listeners, a picture of your past, touch on some of your challenges and successes, and how you have worked on creating your joy throughout the years. Absolutely. I'm excited to jump in. Yay. Awesome. Thank you.
1: So um, a a picture of my past,
0: gosh, there's like, which path would you like to go down today? (laughs) (laughs) You decide because I I did read your bio and there's a lot lot going on. So you decide and yeah, that's up to you. Yeah.
1: I I think as I look back at everything that I've gone through in my life, it's paved with like most people's lives. I know. I, I think that it's much easier for me now as it is for most people to look back on it as opposed to when I went through it. Um, and it's really interesting that um, that I'm in a place now where I can do that because I wasn't always. And so many things that I had gone through, um, I, I grew up being raised by my grandparents, um, mostly. And I did spend a lot of time with my mom as well, but I didn't see my dad very often. And my grandparents were such a huge, huge part of who, who I am today and growing up and all of that. And I, I have these memories, uh, looking back of, um, I used to make up these seminars when I was like eight or nine years old. And one of them in particular that I remember that seemed so silly at the time. And now I look back and went, wow, that was pretty profound for a little eight-year-old um, was how to love yourself and I remember I would color these little pamphlets, and I have no idea where I got this from, by the way. But <laughs> I would color these little pamphlets, and um, I would invite my grandma because she would come to, you know, anything that I would do. She was always so encouraging, and I had, you know, this is a picture at moment. I would be in my living room with my grandmother's um, tiffany blue colored carpet and would have taylor dane's love will lead you back on the cassette player you can picture it can't you i can picture it (laughs) <laughs> and i would i would i would invite her to come yes and i would invite her to come into the living room and i would do this and i and i had read like um something from the bible because you know scripture is important and talking about loving yourself and this and it was such a it's such a quote unquote silly thing back then and um but i think Those were the moment I knew subconsciously then that I just wanted to help people. I just wanted to help people. And I didn't know what that looks like. And to be frank, I'm still figuring that out. (laughs) I'm still figuring that out day to day. I do now what feels in alignment for me in the moment to bring joy or to help people in their lives. And that's changed so much over time. And that's something that I really try to instill in, in my children as well. Um, I have six children that are homeschooled, and so they're they see all the time uh, how conflict comes up, and I handle that and and all of those things. But I think that it's important for me to realize that I had all of the this in my subconscious as a child, and it was still there as I got older, and conflict would happen. Being in um, having a lot of health struggles growing up and um, being living through abuse and then being in an abusive marriage and um, making poor choices who hasn't made poor choices. Um, But somewhere in the back of my mind was still that little girl who just wanted to just wanted to help people and just wanted to see a world of, of joy, shiny, happy people as REM so beautifully put it. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's kind of the, the journey that I've, it's, it's ups and downs like everybody, but I think somewhere in the back of my mind, I've just always just wanted to help people, whatever that's looked like.
0: So can you touch on your thoughts and mindset and how they pave the path for your future? Oh, mindset is
1: something that has become, and I would say mindset in the moment is something that has become an integral part of my own journey and healing. And I have always um, had people around me that have built, helped to build me up my confidence, my self-esteem, but there were people that, that didn't like most people there were people that that brought me down that bullied me that um were were not encouraging at all and um when I was younger I really leaned into those things it was it's really easy for us I think as humans to to you could have three people saying oh you're amazing you're great you're doing awesome and then one person saying um no, you shouldn't be doing that. You're horrible. You're not good at what you do. And we f- somehow magically forget about those three people that built us up and lean into that one person that brought us down. And so that is what I did the majority of my life was leaned into all the negativity. And um, and then that became a narrative in my mind of you're, you're fat, you're ugly, you you're you're ignorant, you're can't you can't do that. You, you know, this isn't for you. You need to just just get a normal job. You can't, you know, you're not a good mom. There's so many different things that were running through my mind. And so, like the first literal thing that I had to do was tell all of that to be quiet, <laughs> to stop it. And so I got into using affirmations and um and one of the biggest parts is to, work on my boundaries and who I'm surrounding myself with because that was such a huge part of that and so the the whole thing with with mindset was really to focus on the the amazing positive things that I was doing in my life and to also work on no negative self talk about All of the circumstances I had been through and the choices that I had made leading up into that point, because that was part, that was my big issue was saying, um, you know, what, what had you, you could have done better. You could have made a better choice there. Why did you do that? And so the getting into that mindset of you did what you could do in the moment. You could only do what you knew and what you where you were at in that time and to forgive myself for that and to move forward from there.
0: Yeah. And I like your description of that because there's so many questions that run through my mind when you're talking about your experiences, how those experiences and what people imposed on you in regards to what they said and what they did and how that stuck in your mind. And then leading to a, what I like to call, a brain map, which is different than maybe the X ray mapping. It's the brain map we create in our heads of telling ourselves these messages over and over and over and over. So, what sticks with me in your explanation is how did you boom, stop? Stop that negative self talk, stop that brain map that you've created, because now you've created, you know, these this mapping in your brain that it says, this is what is acceptable to my brain. This is the map that's playing. This is, these are the messages that have been embedded now. Mm -hmm. So I think you gave two really great tips here. Surround yourself with positive people. And then there was a second one.
1: You have to forgive yourself. You you know, all of the choices that you made up until this point, you only did what you could do, what, what you knew how to do in that moment. And we get so stuck on, the choices that we made and the things that we did. And it's like, that's gone. Why is our energy going there?
0: Well, because of that brain map. Right. And that's what I find so significant with you being able to say, okay, stop. Yeah. And it does take routine. It does take new ways to really change that behavior. Right. And so you mentioned in the beginning, how you homeschool your mom to six children and how your behavior impacts them. Absolutely. You're modeling for them as your parents, grandparents, and, you know, others modeled for you growing up, which gets me into my question. My next question in your bio, you speak about being, you know, some of the, the challenges that you've had being homeless, attempting suicide, abandoning your dreams on a risk checklist scale. this would be very high risk. So how did you, where did you find your support and did someone reach out to you or did you have to look for that support?
1: Um, Like I said, I've always had amazing people in my circle. My grandparents were always um, my biggest cheerleaders um, and they were always there. Now I didn't always lean on that just because it was there. I, you know, I had obviously the, I've always been kind of the rebel. Um, I have to do things my own way and don't tell me what to do like a normal human being. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so, you know, the, the support was there, even if I didn't always lean on it, but I moved away at a very, um, I got married when I was 19. And when it went right from the comforts of my space that I had always lived in, in, in Connecticut into moved completely across the country to Washington State and was now in, a, in an abusive marriage. And so um, it, 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 I had no one. I had no one. And um, the people that I did find, I always found myself continually attracting the toxic people the you know, all of the, the people that were not actually out to help me. And um, so I didn't have anybody then. And I think that that's what, what really started my a, a huge spiral downward for me um, at that time, because I didn't have that, that support near to me. Right, um, and I think that over time, I've really had to, um, like I said, be strong with my boundaries, and and not just finding people that I could lean on, but quickly getting exiting people (laughs) who were not there for the right reasons um, and that were not helping my journey in the present or in the future. i had all of these relationships popping up that were like the same stuff and people that I had been through for years. Um, And one of my biggest moments for me about reaching out for help was um, actually it was the biggest moment for me when I really changed my life was when my brother passed away in 2010. Um, He was four years younger than me. He had cancer. He was re-diagnosed. I believe it was in April of 2009 and passed away by January of 2010. That's how fast it happened. And my entire life changed in that moment. Um, when he died, I was there when he died because it was an unfortunate circumstance that my grandfather passed away just the week before he did. So I was up there for my grandfather's funeral in Connecticut and, um, and so I happened to be there when my brother died, and I. So it's, it's such a one of those things where it's like it was horrible in the moment, but it's such a blessing looking back that that's how it happened. Because otherwise, I wouldn't have been there for my brother. Um, but that whole that whole moment took me out of every comfort zone (laughs) I had ever tried to force myself to be in, who I was, uh, spiritual level, emotional level, physical level, every level you can think of. And I thought to myself, what am I doing with my life? And part of that came time to really say, okay, I need to actually find people who are going to be an amazing support system for me. And I have to create that. And I also as a, as a hand in hand to that, have to create that for my children, which I hadn't really done up until that point, because I wasn't, I I was just going through the motions of what I thought life was supposed to be and, and being who everybody else wanted me to be and being in deep depression and anxiety and all of that all the time. And that moment literally changed everything to me where I understood the importance of creating the support system that you you want it's not always just going to appear we weren't all born into a family of 200 people who are ready to help your every you know that doesn't happen for everybody and so we really just have to create that support system and then if we have a family create that for them too so that they know how important that is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've given so many pearls here regarding strong boundaries, exiting people. I love that. <laughs> exiting people. And that that just really strikes a chord like, wow, yes, you can exit people. They don't have to necessarily exit your life. You have a choice to exit their life. Mm-hmm. And our family isn't always biological. Our family can be those that we surround ourselves with that just bring us so much joy and so much support. And we find those people and those people may change over years. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I absolutely love this journey that you've been on. There are those low points, but there are those high points where you really recognize this is the time. This is the time. And when death occurs, we just don't know how that's going to impact us, especially if it's that first death in your life or that important person where you're just like, wow, this is making me confront what's going on on in my life, Mm. maybe create a journey. That is one that you find joy in, Mm -hmm. which leads me to my next question. Can you talk about your book, soul hearted living and your inspiration for this book?
1: Well, Soul Hearted Living was just a um, a book that I was a part of. I, I, I put quotes in that book for the beautiful Dr. De- Deborah Um, And also um, Shine was the other book before that, that had, uh, was also by Inspired Living Publishing with Linda Joy. And uh, both of these parts that I had in these best-selling books were um, inspired by that moment that I shared about my brother and how that, how that changed my life. And it has been a journey of realizing how good I am at wearing masks. Um, I'm an amazing actress. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that out over the years. Um, I am so good at just pretending that everything is fine and great and wonderful. And I mean, everything that I had gone through up in so many of the things that you had mentioned, there were very few people that knew about those things. Very few people. Um, And some things nobody knew about until, until when my brother passed away and I began sharing my story and people were like, wait a minute, who you're not even the person that we knew, <laughs> like, we, we don't, we didn't even know you were like this, or that you had been through these things. And um, so my whole my everything that I had put behind um, my story and shine, and also my quotes and soul hearted living were about getting back to that soul level of knowing who you are and what what you need and what your purpose is and finding joy moving forward from that, that we're not always going to be handed joy on a platter and say, here, now now you just have a choice. You can enjoy it or not. No, sometimes you have to find it and create it and move forward from there.
0: Absolutely. And I think really, Finding that purpose is so important. I've worked with a lot of military, and mm-hmm. my husband was in the military for 20 plus years. And when folks from the military have been in 5, 10, 15 years and they get out, they tell me, I feel like I've lost my purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's where they start decompensating, maybe depressing. And once they can find something where they feel like they have purpose again, there comes their joy. There comes their passion. There comes their inspiration, and a lot of times that's not found outside of our own selves. That's found within. Right. Right. And so, uh, so I love that. Can you touch on the premise of the Breakthrough Show and the Project Joy podcast?
1: Absolutely. So the Breakthrough Show um, after. So eight years after my brother passed away, 2018, um, I had been sharing my story up until that point um, through the books and through uh, mentoring people and on social media. And I thought I really... I began to learn the power of telling your story and what happens when you not only start to make better choices, but then share about those choices and it, and it spreads and and it becomes um, inspirational and motivational for other people. And so I, I honestly, when I created the breakthrough, this is a True stories with Jessica moment. I thought it might be fun. My mom might watch. She probably won't. I want to do something like the view, but less drama. And I just want to do something fun. And I didn't have any plans. I, I thought, you know, this is going to be just something I do. I'm going to hang out with my friends and we're going to record it and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> And um and it really did become a, a safe space where this very multi-dimensional thing happened where it was a space for people to share their stories. Yes, safe space, share your stories, check. And then it was it was also, it was healing for them. It was a, because every time you share your story, another layer comes off, another part of you heals. And, and we were watching that happen. Like people were telling their own stories and having their own aha moments again. And then it being inspirational for other people to change their own lives and to say, I'm not alone in this world. I don't have to do it alone. Um, and, And finding inspiration in that. And then it was also such a beautiful space for um, I hate using the term like minded because we're all so different, but uh, for several of us to come together that are in the um spiritual personal development space that could talk about these different topics and and go deeper with our own beliefs and thoughts about them, about healing and and all of that. And so, um, we are now literally from the time we're recording this, we're going into finishing up season four this Friday and going into season five, the day after my 40th birthday in February, 2021, which I'm so excited about. Congratulations. Um, thank you. It's going to be one heck of a birthday weekend. Yes. <laughs> and um, so going into season five and it, and it really just has it, the shows morphed over time, you know, because when you have a show or a podcast, it changes as you change, but the message is still the same that we all go through these breakthrough moments. We all, have things that we've gone through that have been difficult. And if you choose to take them and know that your power is in those choices and then share it, it's it's a whole wonderful experience. Um, Project Joy podcast also um, because I wanted to do something. I have guests on my show all the time, um, every single week on the breakthrough show. And I wanted to do something where I was sharing little stories of joy and, um, and things that happened to me. And then once a month I have somebody, a friend on, it's a very tight knit I always have a really close friend on. So sharing what brings them joy and what joy means to them and that we can find it anywhere. And so that was a 2020 experiment and uh, 50, 51 episodes total for 2020. And just something uh, to give you, as I call it, a triple shot of good vibes on your Monday morning.
0: Oh, I love that. Thank, Thank you. you for creating those platforms for people to learn and become more wise and, you know, find something that resonates with them and and find some inspiration. So thank you for creating those, again, those platforms for people to kind of dive into and listen to and absorb. So absolutely wonderful. As we come to the end of the interview, and there's been so much here, so much depth, so many pearls of wisdom, so many nuggets. My last question is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? Oh, so the
1: people that have followed me a long time are going to love this because I've beaten this to death. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but um, it's so good. And I don't think there's ever a moment that we, we don't need to hear this. Literally every moment of your life is a choice. That's where all of your power lives is in the choices that we make. Sometimes, um, you know, it simply appears and it's easier. Your choice is to enjoy it or not. That's it. That's your only choice. And sometimes joy is harder to see in the midst of conflict and trials and, and the things that we go through. But in those moments, there are still two really important choices out of many that you have. You can choose to recognize even the smallest joy, or you can choose to create it. And those are the moments that create breakthrough stories. And you're left with yet one more choice. And the magic happens when we choose to share those stories and it becomes a ripple effect that changes the world and ironically creates more joy.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jessica, for joining me on the core women podcast today.
1: Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure summer. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. If you'd like to connect with Jessica Dugas, You can find her on Facebook at Jessica Dugas, intuitive mentor on Instagram as the new moon mama. And you can check out her website at jessicadugas.com. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story, providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women Home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women And please stay tuned for continued growth of the CORE Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.